You're listening to The Dude Grow Show, coming straight out of Denver, Colorado, bringing you marijuana grow knowledge, news, and culture. At the tone, the time will be 4.20. Exactly. Weekend cannabis, token on a J, drinking some uh, coconut water infused with espresso, Scotty. Thought you might like that. What? Yes. You must yes. have got that at Boulder, right? <clears throat> Bo- yeah, I went up to Boulder from my local dealer of coconut water infused with espresso, of course. Right. You got to remember, the closest grocery store to me, guys, is Vitamin Cottage or National Grocers, whatever you want to call it, and it's literally across the street from my house. So it's like, right. Mm, all right, I'm subjected to all this different brands of things but i like it all i like a lot of it i gotta ask man have you ever gone in there barefoot because i bet yeah i no, no never barefoot um but you know it's uh have it you ever gone out there without granola when you left every other time <laughs> my son digs on dude i get the i don't have the box in front of me it's an, of course an organic granola it's uh, with hemp in it and shit dude it's got the weed leaf on the box I will say, as much as I, I was poking funny with that, I, I was in Whole Foods one time. You know, you get on the kick, you get real iry, and you go to Whole Foods, and you just check out all the stuff in the bins, man. But, uh, yeah, I got the green hemp granola one time, and it, it is bright green. It's the only granola I've seen that was bright-ass green. I liked it. It's good. <laughs> get your greens on. Well, I'm, uh, I'm doing a, a doobie here, if you will, a doobie, but I all did right. it. I did. You wouldn't like it. I did it like twenty percent or twenty five percent tobacco from because I went. I got some what? beer. I got some beer the other day, and they they had like the Al Capone cigar rep there giving shit out. So hey, try some of this tobacco. You'll really like it. I don't know. I don't really dig on it too much, but I had it rolled. Hey, so I would go say home and give it out to your friends. Okay. How much is it, Mister? This one's free. Well, how would you make money on that? Don't worry, kid. They'll be back. <laughs> I've seen that commercial before. Okay. I am in a good mood today, though. I just got... It's like one of those... I don't know what you call it. When like you thought something was wrong, but nothing was wrong all along. I was out in my driveway. I was I was about to ready to be on like a safety video. I was diagnosing a rattle I was hearing in my Land Cruiser. And I was like, uh-uh. damn, the only way I can replicate this rattle is to have it in reverse with my foot on the brake. So I was like, oh, shit. So I pull up the e-brake. I put it in reverse, get out. I'm like, ah, it's holding. It's holding good. And I look behind. What if it doesn't hold? There goes my neighbor's car, his other car. <laughs> probably go into this garage a little bit. Uh, so I went for it anyway. I chalked the tire, not that it wouldn't have rolled over it. And right. come to find, Scotty, I don't know if you guys, you know, listeners out there are slightly I hope mechanical. you say rattlesnake. I hope the next word is rattlesnake. I thought I was, I I was going to need a new catalytic converter, man. And, and actually, my vehicle has two of them. And, it, you know, it's only $2,200 to get the two of them from the Toyota dealership. No big deal, right? The secret right? ingredient Jesus. is platinum. No, it's because it's the preferred vehicle of diplomats in third world countries for safety and versatility, Scotty. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
regardless, sleep at night. nothing's wrong other than a little exhaust mount. Hell yeah. So now it's party time Friday. Let's get into the news. Oh, so you didn't remove it. Like I told you, I had that same experience with the uh, like half of my power. One leg of power was off in the back. And I, you know, I kind of know enough about burning legs of power out of the transformer to be like, hmm, let's see. It's got to be a wire underneath. And I dug the whole fucking thing up. I told you this last week. And it was just a ground fault interrupter that just needed to be a button <laughs> needed to be pressed on, on the outlet <laughs> like my 12-year-old could have fixed it. But yes. at least you didn't start tearing shit apart, dude. No, I have I have done that, but since this isn't car talk, I'm not going to talk about that story. Good, <laughs> hey, I tell you one. what, man, I got in a little rosin talk this morning. Uh, How'd that go? It was cool. It was actually really cool, man. Shout out to Nodnarb, really nice guy, and uh, had some good information. I uh, threw up a really good... Uh, uh, it just, I don't know, man, a post, I guess, for lack of a better word, but it's just some really good content about like kind of um, who are the players in... Uh, you know, with making the plates and why you want to get uh, plates made in the United States and what kind of presses you can mod. Did you find and all me a machine is- I can get on Amazon Prime I can trust made in the USA? I don't, yeah, for five grand, I think, yeah. But, oh you know, it's just, you know, it's kind of cool, like, the way the, the things work now. You can just start following somebody on Twitter, you know, if you find out this guy's a, a real innovator, or this is the guy to listen to. As long as you find the right people to listen to, you start following them on Twitter, on whatever whatever social media you use, or go to their website, and you can start learning a lot, man, as long as you get pointed in the right direction a lot of times. That's, that's all you need. Yep, I agree. And I will yeah, say, so you, was- can't, you can't comment on this one other than saying right on, because I feel like you might go, go too long. But I will say, Scotty has been working on the site today. With uh, NoCo Grow, things are coming along swell. We're going to have the ability for you guys to check out all the content real easily. And even another, for you Prohibition Land folks, probably another site that has our membership content secured if you have the fear of going to dudegrows.com. And that's all I'm going to say for now because we've been talking too much, man, and talk is cheap, okay? Can't be cheap. I don't, dude, the work ain't cheap, man. It'd be taking hey, you're supposed day to say night, right so. on, damn. Right on, man, cool, right cool, on. Cool. It's going to launch this weekend. <laughs> Let's get into the news, dude. All right. So, primetime supporter. I always like to give it to Source Vapes on this week in cannabis because they got some good ass vapes, and uh, they have some great vapes. Actually, they just sent uh, a new batch, man. We'll have to have a little uh, uh, contest soon. But what they sent was a new Flostradamus that they have with a magnet, and it's this. The Flostradamus is my favorite of all the vapes they have. What did you have the other day at Way to Grow? You opened up this vape and pulled out just a. (laughs) a Huge gob of hash, man, and put it in there. That's the Flostradamus, yeah. Okay, okay. I see how you might have issues sometimes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> immunity issues, man. But anyway, uh, they sent us a brand new one with a magnetic top. So I really wouldn't me- recommend the magnetic top for like guys or anything that are putting it in their pocket. But if you're a chick throwing it in your purse, it seems definitely strong enough for that. And uh, it's a cool idea, man. But the Flostradamus just absolutely, I say it hits like a truck, you know. It's just that big square <laughs> vape hole battery, man, just hooked up to like the Orb 3 top, basically. So awesome, awesome setup over there. Source Vapes has some great products from that little slim travel one they got. I think it's, what, 50 or 60 bucks. It's really inexpensive. That thing's awesome, too. It's the technology they got, that atomizer technology, quartz and ceramic. Badass, man. They even got the real ceramic donuts, man. The ones that just heat up. No element involved. Interesting. Interesting. It is interesting, dude. I'm still a little upset, though. I want a simple solution for my 
everything with not everything with extraction, but I want to be able to do that rosin stuff without throwing down like over a G, you know. You know, it didn't. He was machine. telling me, man. He goes, dude, you go get this Dewalt clamp from uh, not an arb. Shout out to him. You go get a Dewalt clamp from Home Depot that makes like puts like fifteen hundred pounds of pressure, and you just clamp down your. Uh, you know, what is it like the kids crimping iron or whatever the hell they are? You know, the hair straightening iron. But that to me sounds like I'm going to have an exploding hair straightening iron. Sounds to me like my wife's going to get pissed when the few times she might use something like that. And she's like, what the hell is on this thing? Because why is it completely cracked? But uh, and, yeah, he was just talking. It just seems like it's a press and some plates is what it seems like a, a good rosin press. And it is interesting. I was watching, remember I told you, I was watching those pressure videos where they squeeze things on the internet. And I know you guys are thinking weird stuff, but I saw him squeezing like a baseball. And it was strange when you put like, a, you know, 100 tons of pressure on a baseball, it, like there's very little that's left in. Almost everything is like squeezed out the sides. And I, that seems to be the idea with this rosin is you're, putting so much pressure on this with the right amount of heat just the right amount of heat and everything is squeezing out the sides where you can kind of you know collect it for lack of a better word it's kind of neat he's saying he's getting really good returns man cool cool yeah and it's really a safe fairly i mean i'm assuming a fairly safe way versus uh, butane in home or in garage or wherever you know the word shrapnel comes comes in conversations every time that they're talking about any of that shit, man. Whether it's an exploding butane canister, what or you pressurized need to get, plates. Yeah, anytime you're talking pressure, you know, any you know, he was talking to Chinese plates. You know, you put on you know twenty tons or I don't even know how many tons of pressure you're putting on these plates though. It's two pieces of steel. If they crack, boom. You know, who's to say they're not going to shoot out and get you in the belly? <laughs> All right, now a little bit of news, man. Oh, yeah, don't forget, like I have actually done at checkout myself when I was picking up a battery and some other things to put coupon code DUDEN over on Source Vapes because somehow Dudin? that was a real long What is that, man? That seems Dutch. DUDEN? <laughs> yeah. Seems Dudin. like what would be on like Dudin. the Dutch bathroom. All right, Dudin. so get coupon code DUDE, SourceVapes.com. First there news article go. of the day, Scotty said, man, why are we, why are you? What is this? Title, yeah, it's like, well, we're going to start it with just some bad bust news, but I have, you know, something interesting. Anyway, title is Marijuana Hash Found Interstate 80 Traffic Stop. Yes, all you people out there, if you, uh, any of you are, uh, um, you know, whatever, potentially doing anything in the black market, I would not use Interstate 80, man. That's a huge, expect through Nebraska. Just say the word oh, Nebraska. Oh, hell no, man. Ryder P. Moses on Interstate anyway, 80, man. This <clears> cat. <throat> 130 pounds of marijuana, six pounds of hash. Um, basically, got pulled over. They got a dog. Typical story. Found all the shit. And then in the end. What would you say to the cop, man? What would you say to the cop after he found it? I would say, is this even a crime anymore? <laughs> I don't know. I guess at that point, it really doesn't fully matter what you say. So go ahead. Go for it. Yes. Yeah, man. But this is, Maybe I'll put again, the cuffs on a little bit lighter, you know? If you guys are checking the show notes, episode 325, this picture of old Robert Manning. Dear God, it's like, oh, super. He just looks like that's the picture when you're just talking to yourself and you're saying the one part of your brain saying the other part. Uh, you're going to jail for a little bit, Robert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's what that look is. But here's a why well, I picked this story. It said Manning was arrested and booked on charges of possession with intent to deliver marijuana possession with intent to deliver hash and lastly most importantly of course failure to affix a tax stamp you know so where do you get those tax stamps man you know 
Do you know what that is? Jesus. Yeah, I kind of do. Isn't that some failed program where they made it so you had to have bags with tax stamps on it or something, but they never sold a single tax stamp or bag? I did some research. uh, Okay. Uh, basically, I think it was 91, 1991, Nebraska got this program going for tax stamps, you know, and you're supposed to put tax stamps on if you're, you know, any illegal drugs. They have different rates for their tax stamps. And if you got uh, caught, you wouldn't you wouldn't get tax evasion, right? You can still go to jail, but you wouldn't get tax evasion. Yes, it's $100. The tax stamps are $100 per ounce for marijuana. So that pretty much, you know, you know we're going to tax us $1,600 per pound. So, Jesus, that yeah. sounds like a very intelligent. Uh, and in 1991 too. Well, know? I didn't know. Then they have 100. I didn't know. Like, wow, they really thought, they broke it down. 150 dollars per gram of methamphetamine, cocaine, or heroin. And huh. then we, and yeah, we, and then, but wait a minute, one more. 500 dollars for 50 count units, Scotty. So if you have a 50 count unit of steroids, you got to get a 500 dollars stamp. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> who the but you know how like people like we're obviously we're seeing like trump's putting some crazy ass motherfuckers in office now or you know appointing them dude what crazy ass bastard was in there when they were like yeah ain't gonna ain't nobody come tell me not to man yeah oh my god man was that like a governor and attorney general up in nebraska hey that's why they're all individual states man so well, they, so I can drive there's 20 around states, Nebraska. There's 20 states that have the tax stamp program, I believe. And what they say in here is if you want to go and buy a tax stamp, you can definitely do that. In Nebraska, they've sold 531 in the past 20 years. But they're saying those are probably mainly for stamp collectors. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah, the stamps sell for $10, $50, $100, $500, and $1,000. I kind of uh, want one now. Don't you? Yeah, a little bit. I should. I, I thought about going to buy a bunch of like the ten dollar ones, but then they're like, "eh, we're not going to be." You'd have to go spend a lot of money, and then you're going to grab their attention. But they say they don't. Hey, do require... you have the Susan B. Anthony weed stamp, man? <laughs> they say, Scotty, this it does not require any identification. Um, you can buy them anonymously, and also that you cannot evidence of you buying any stamps or anything can't be used against you in court, yada, yada, yada. They try to make it seem like, oh, you can just go do this. Granted, the price of $1,600 tax taxation on a pound, uh, I, I think, takes the game out of it if you're transporting the 50 pounds he was. So Jesus, anyway, yeah. Now, you, now we know a, bummer, a little bit man. more about tax stamps. Yeah, is that what that look is? I think that's what that look is, and he's talking to himself going, oh, I wish I just would have bought the tax stamps. I still, like, I just went to, uh, down to Florida, like I said, and in Florida they had a dog working the, the security line, and he, uh, you know, no big deal, but I always remember my buddy when he was in Canada, like, when we were barely, I don't know, maybe, I think we were 20, maybe? I'm not even sure right. yet. Right. But he was bringing back a little, little the BC kind bud, man, and for I don't know why, and his dog just walked up to him in the airport and just sat down next to him. I think I remember that. I don't think he was on the plane with us, was he? I was on a different flight, man. You guys were like, I heard. I think when I when I got back back into the states, you guys were like, "Uh, yeah, he's not. He didn't make the plane, dude." Um, What about homie? No, he didn't. Anyway, if a dog sits next to you at the airport, you know, hopefully it's uh, you don't have. It's just to say hi, dude. uh, I have a a buddy of mine that I know through. I don't know how the hell I know him, but. uh, 
he used to train the cop dogs and he trained them and then they'd go all over the country and he's a wild man now and this is actually the guy that uh saved you know whatever cured his cancer or is treating his cancer what did he have renal cancer with um uh with cannabis you know real real strong edible cannabis and so he's really I don't know, he's just converted, man. So he has, he really, I'll talk to you all about the dogs and I'm going to see if I can get him on and do maybe a members only show about it. That's some good, that's some members content right there. But he's saying that these dogs really, like some guys have good dogs. Some guys have, or some departments have really lousy trained dogs and it's really sloppy the way they're yeah, doing Yeah, we talked work. about it. You covered a news article at one time on the show where it was, you know, how many false and then sometimes just because they can even train the dog maybe to give a false positive. Just yeah, so they definitely. That, a lot of that was learned from a, a video. I think it's on YouTube now called How to Never Get Busted Again. And it was the same thing. These guys that are doing all these cops that have these canine dogs, they have conscience. They're people. And then they just see day after day they're putting people in jail and just doing terrible things to people's lives. And at the end of the day, they go home and they drink a beer and they go, what the hell am I doing? You know, and this guy, after a while, the conscience gets to them. They retire or whatever. And this guy made a video called How to Never Get Busted Again where he's trying to yeah that was pretty popular for a while yeah i'm a little dated now yeah i'm sure it is but it still talks about false alerts and it's yeah it's considering that it's only available on vhs yeah i think it's a little dated now (laughs) another story here i got a little little feedback in my headphones scotty but i can't see you 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 sound good i sound good to you yeah sound okay okay. yeah it shouldn't have headphones are separate from a recording system anyway so we're all good okay let's see here we got Hunter S. Thompson's marijuana strain to be sold Dude, as Gonzo in Colorado. Please explain this to me because I was just generally confused. Uh, other, other to know that he didn't leave his last wife enough money because she's obviously run out. Well, <laughs> yeah, this this kind of confused me too. So maybe somebody can, can give us an in, uh, insight. Fans of the late writer Hunter S. Thompson may soon be able to buy the same marijuana he smoked. CBS radio station uh, told yada yada. Thompson's widow, Anita Thompson, posted on Facebook that she found... This is where it gets sketchy, right? So Thompson's widow uh, posted on Facebook that she found a way to extract the DNA from marijuana and hashish Thompson used, which she saved after he committed suicide 11 years ago. She said she intends to offer the pot under the Gonzo label in her home state of Colorado, where recreational pot is legal as well as in other states. Uh, so it goes, the Gonzo Pot will enter a marketplace where, in parentheses, celebrity pot is already common, including Marley Natural, um, which created by a Silicon Valley-backed weed startup. Interesting. Um, that, licensed, well, that licensed Bob Marley's likeness. Likeness. <laughs> yeah, come on. I mean, this is fucking gross, man. I, you, I just I What if somebody like, told you that? You'd be like, you know what, Scotty, after you die, we're going to license your likeness. <laughs> no, I could see, you know, I mean, honestly, man, I'd smoke Elvis Presley's toenails if I wanted to get high. You know what I'm saying, man? Something like that. But <laughs> oh, I don't know about Jesus. fucking a little bit of uh, Hunter Thompson's, you know, fucking DNA extracted weed. I, I don't understand. What are they doing now? It just does. Look. That's what I'm asking. Like, what? The, it's, it's bullshit. Like, she's saying, so she basically, if I'm understanding this right, she saved, she had some, she saved some in a smokable form, not like she saved the plant, and they're yeah. going to extract the DNA from that, and then they're going to be like, find that closest DNA from another strain. Like, I, I doubt it. 
Yeah, why don't they just take the, you know, I don't know, some of Hunter Thompson and put them in there, man. Yeah, there's, uh, there's <laughs> one chromosome of Hunter Thompson in this weed over here, man. Uh, he'd, he'd dig on that. Yeah, right. Was he buried or he was shot out of the cannon, his dead body or something or what? I don't know, man. I think he blew his head off, didn't he? No, he, well, yeah, he killed himself. But then I thought, like, for his funeral, he wanted to be shot out of a cannon. So, <laughs> I'm serious. Doesn't that sound The whole boy right? was shot out of a cannon, bro. Uh, I couldn't imagine if I lived during that time, too, though. You don't dig on Thompson? I think I... I oh, I love him. Hunter Thompson. He's a cool-as-hell guy, but, it, yeah, I don't I've like I've never read much of his shit. I, I should, I've seen the movie, of course, uh, Fear and you Loathing, know but... I will give the recommendation. Fear, I very rarely read books, like sit down and read them. I do the audible thing all the time. But uh, Hunter Thompson, uh, I'm sorry, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas is like maybe 150 pages from what I can remember. It's not that long, and it's about him getting in a car and just this wild fucking trip. I think, what was he going to see, the Indianapolis 500 or no, some some kind of race or something, man. And he's just wrecked man it's just really funny it's just really funny and in 1991 when i read it it was kind of really out there i'm sure sure hey are you still on this page this web page with a hundred article uh no i can be on it i have the internet man so we got yeah, it on computers just, now too yeah i got it what do we got if man? you scroll down to the right i'm just curious if you see an ad with like these dog shirts no, they're, they're retargeting you and me quite differently, man. So you got dog shirts, man? I got a dog shirt ad. Like, faces coming out of the T-shirt. It looks really trippy. It's See, they 3D, know. They're... 3D T-shirt shop now. I should look there, actually, before some other stuff. Nah, they want to sell me internet hosting, man. They know you're cool. They fucking, they got me square right here. Square space, <laughs> man. Here you go, square. <laughs> the, the dude definitely, we should try and get him to buy some dog shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Lame. I got I to gotta do better, man. They want to sell right. me business cards. Onward here. Let's see. And happy what Friday. Hopefully got? you guys are about off work, getting high, or, or at work and high at the same time to make work be better in your life. Oh, man, I was just thinking about that. Uh, no Code Grow, uh, Guru and I were hanging out, and we're just figuring out. There's a lot of little things on the website that you're like, okay, we got to figure out. It's not even like how to make it work. It's just like, okay, th these are the four components you've got. This one does this. This one does that. This one talks to that. Here's the limitation of this one. How are we going to structure it? And I'm like, oh, you know, we're just sitting there thinking, and, and No Code Grow, who's really the engineer behind it all, goes, I think I'm going to have to smoke a little bit more weed before we get onto this next project, you know? <laughs> and we just went out back. We burned out. We got super high. It some great weed. And, uh, we just went back in and worked it out. And it's just, I just started thinking about it, how like it's 2016, you know, the internet and, and good communications is all around. And if you don't want to go into an office, you don't have to. It's really changing the way people work and what they do. You know, your phone. Yeah, but it can be, it, it, in, my, in my world, I love having the flexibility of yeah, being self-employed and podcast and all that. You can podcast wherever you got a decent mic and internet connection. Absolutely. And, uh, but then it's, dude, I usually work from home, you know, but my wife works away from home all day. So by the time, and then she'll go to like yoga after work. And sometimes she's gone from seven to, you know, seven to seven thirty, twelve and a half hours. 
So when she gets back home, she's ready to chill. And I'm like, shit, I've been here all day, man. Let's go do something, you know? So it can be, it can be interesting, yin and yangs. Absolutely. But my point is you don't have to go suffer at 7.30 in the morning. Me and J.R. Token did <laughs> <Suffer>. a... Uh, <laughs> It, we, me and JR Token did a really. I thought it was a really interesting wake and bake uh, this this week. I'm sorry, it wasn't a. It was a, a DGC video breakdown where we talked about there was there's just some some things that he brought up, some videos that he brought up about cannabis being used as medicine to stop seizures. There was a cannabis nasal spray, and then uh, just these guys making their own kind of Rick Simpson oil type stuff and and giving it to Parkinson's patients, and you could just see how quickly it relieved them, man. It was just so amazing, but we got to talking how, like, you're not really taught to feel good. A hedonistic using drugs for you know, medical purposes is fine, you know, but using it for hedonistic purposes to have fun, to feel good, that's just frowned upon in, in this country, man. And it's so crazy how you know, we went out back, we smoked some weed, we got really high and then we came back in and we figured shit out, man. And we, dude, it was great work. And the only problem, you know, I mean, if I was at work and couldn't smoke weed, it really would have been a shittier experience you know so i'm glad that everybody's able to enjoy their lives still, still do a lot of work but still enjoy themselves man I'm like man i remember i used to when i first got my job i felt like the boss was always looking at me you know i was 15 16 years old i felt like i always had to be suffering a little bit you know always working always moving and uh yeah it's nice to just chill and be able to do a little thinking and get some shit done on weed <laughs> <laughs> so what we're doing right now so let's Absolutely, check in absolutely brother cali cali uh, i wanted to pull this to story out of california so. after they did the amendment 64 or the prop 64 i should say and uh basically this is in montebello california and i'm not sure that, that sounds is, nice doesn't it? i just can't imagine montebello being shitty it just sounds wonderful I know the Montbello area in De Denver, I don't think, is the most fabulous. Nothing against you cats if you live out there. But, in my uh, mind, I'm going to Montebello. So they're going to require a permit to grow marijuana in your home. Um, and you know, the, the six, Prop 64, I believe, gave local municipalities, such as the same we did here in Colorado, to either decide to try and ban, vote it out, put regulations on it, whatever you guys want to do in your city, town, county, and that for people growing. Um, or do nothing and just let them grow. So they're saying Sex they and my drugs and my rock and roll and my own damn business, all right? The city council in uh, Montbello voted 3-1 to approve an ordinance imposing regulations on the indoor... I love the wording on this shit. On the indoor planting of marijuana plants. The indoor planting. <laughs> what a uh, dick. Whoever wrote that is a dick. Man, I got some clones that got to get... They got to come out of the tray, dude. I'm going to do some indoor planting today. Of what? Your <laughs> marijuana plants? Uh, so they voted, uh, so they don't I'm know gonna, how, what I'm going to go do some outdoor driving in my automobile car. <laughs> Jesus. Awesome way to talk. Uh, I might go to the pool later and do some indoor swimming. So <laughs> this is the only thing in your indoor gonna... swimming pool. <laughs> they, uh, are going to require a permit. They don't have a price on them yet. They haven't gotten to that point. And they're saying that the law, oh, we just know we need your money. We know we want to take your money. We're just not sure how much of your money we can take yet. Oh, so we're going to exactly. use some of your money to, uh, consult with somebody that's going to tell us how much more of your money we can possibly get out of you without an actual revolt. Well, this is the pros law will require that marijuana plants can't be seen outdoors and that odor, light and heat can't be detected from outside. Like what, what is that? I get, right, I get what they're saying. Uh, yeah. Well, hang on. Heat, odor, light, and heat can't be detected from outside. What the hell does that mean? 
that makes me feel like they can roll by with a little IR flare gun and be like, oh, I could detect that heat. Oh, uh, I think man. it's just poorly written on the part of the city council. They're just like late. Oh, it's really? Late. You think so? <laughs> They're saying that you can't indoor planting of marijuana plants, and you think it's poorly written? <laughs> the title is poorly written. So the uh, proposed new law, of course, they also bans the transfer or sale of any of the plants. Um, and then it says here, the city planning manager, code enforcement officer, and police officers. So that's... Okay. The, First the off, none of those guys seem cool at all. And I mean, what's worse than a what cop? Do you mean, man, you can't stare is the code. It. What's worse than a cop is a code enforcement officer. Okay. Okay. I, I don't even know if they that. Get to carry How do you know gun. the city planning manager isn't a? You know, he's he's burns down. He's cool as shit, man. You never know. Because he would fucking be late for the meetings and wouldn't have gotten his election form in on time if he burnt down, man. If he was a true stoner, man, he would have never made it. He would never made it that far. What they're saying, anyway, the city planning manager, code enforcement officer, and police officer are given the right. smoke weed. Are given the right upon five days' notice to enter a home where a permit has been granted and inspect the facilities. Can they store their troops there too? Can they what? Store their troops, you know. If the you know the red coats, I'm thinking this is like fucking the shit that we like that that we left England for, man. And so people couldn't bust into your house and do bullshit, you know. Oh, we're just here to check to make sure you you're not growing uh, the wrong plants here, man. But here's you know, where it's, it's all effed up, dude. Listen, they, they, the reason it's not going to work, the, the, the assistant city attorney there said, hey, guys, p- cops are still going to need a warrant if you're going into the house to see if they have a permit to grow or not. So this person that wrote the article is bringing up the point I would bring up and you would bring up, Scotty, is that what is the point of all this shit, man? If I lived there, I'm just firing up my grow and I'm not telling anybody about the crap, you know? You can't yeah, think- and if the cops show up, I'd be like, dude, all right, come back. You've got five days to come back, okay? So I'll see you. Uh, just don't look at me for the next four days while I'm driving big trailer loads of shit out of here, man. All right, gotta go get more. Go get my permit. <laughs> yes, and I think there's so there's a lot of variables in this, man. Like it's a, it's a situation where um, you can never know. Some code enforcement I'm, can be probably pretty cool. I've seen out here where the people show that show me one marijuana enforcement division where they come in on a grow and they're above their plant count, their medical plant count, or I've seen police officer come. Um, and somebody was growing outside and they were way above their plant count and the, o- the neighbors were complaining of odor at a residential outdoor grow in his backyard. And the cops like, look, we're gonna come back in 24 hours, man. We can't, you, you can't be doing that out there. And that, you know, they could have exercised more than that if they wanted to code enforcement. I've seen them give them time to get their plant count down indoors. Granted, I mean, that's all not super cool, but you can't have, it is, if you you guys have smelt what an area can smell like, I get why some people get pissed, man, with a grow that's totally unfiltered or an outdoor larger grow when the wind's blowing, like potentially right at your neighbor's house and they're out barbecuing or doing whatever. I don't mind the smell. Some people definitely, you know, I get why they'd be bothered. You know, man, experience is what changes things, right? You know, you have experiences with people. You say, hey, man, you know what? That guy wasn't so bad, you know? But I got to tell you, my experiences with cops have been like militant people, you know, that just just absolutely just, I don't give a shit. And my, my, it's my job, and I'm going to ruin your life. 
And I just haven't met too many cool understanding. I met one in my life. One time I had a bowl on me and the cop was just like, is it yours? Because if it ain't yours, I can't do nothing about it. I said, well, I guess it ain't mine, officer. And, you know, and that was the only time I've ever been treated cool by a cop. I mean, I've spent the jail over Christmas, man, because I went to a Christmas Eve party and smoked a joint with somebody in my car and wound up suffering for days. And I really was just sitting there, but watching just the most, this is back in like 1991, some Mm -hmm. of the most terrible treatment of just homeless people and just down and out people. I realized that if you go to jail on a vagrancy charge in South Florida, you might stay there for a long time because you might, they might give you a $50 fine and you might not have it. And that's it. You're staying in jail for two, three, four months, man. People were just screaming and suffering. They had one guy hogtied in uh this guy, all I remember, I'll never forget. He says, I'm calling the press. I'm calling the press. That's all he could say. And then he would just scream. And it was a homeless guy that was just obviously a pain in the ass, man. And they just hogtied him with handcuffs on his feet and ankles and together. So this, his, his uh, handcuffs were intertwined with the, the leg cuffs or whatever. And he was on his belly, basically like a... I don't know, just in like an backwards arch position, just writhing in pain. They threw him in a cell. I had another buddy that freaking did something to a cop. They kicked the shit out of him, brought him to the back of the prison. I'm sorry, not the prison, just the local Broward County Jail. This guy's actually DGC, so I'll introduce you to him one day. And, uh... Dude just laid there lying in a pool of blood for a couple of days and they took him out of the back and they took him out of the jail, threw him in, the, in an alley and uh, that was it. You want to fucking sue us? Sue us, man. You know? I mean, dude, the, the most horrible shit you, you, you experience from getting arrested for what? A fucking roach? A little bag of weed? Smoking a joint? Trying to feel good? I mean, it is so fucking wrong, man. And anybody that is on that side of it is so fucking wrong. So I'm just not going to be able to show a lot of love there, man. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I, I'm, I, I can uh, not change your mind. Don't need to. Some <laughs> stories scar people uh, more than others. I, yeah. I just One bad apple of, doesn't ruin the whole tree. Is that what they say? Something like that. I think it's the bunch, man. And I don't know if you ever thrown a bad piece of fruit in with like, uh, you know, with a whole bunch of other fruit. But sure, shit does, man. Sure, shit does. <laughs> I've never done that. That rot spreads, man, like a cancer. I just want people to think, man. I talk to my daughter about that all the time. We say, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I say, I don't care what you be when you, what you are when you grow up, but just be able to make your own decisions. You know, just be someone where if something's wrong... Uh, then you can, you, can, you, you can make your own decisions. You're a free person. Free will is what makes this country so, is this world so great. What's makes life so great? So you get your choice, man. Responsibility, the ability to choose your own response, man. Yeah. All right. Well, it's kicking on that in. Note on Scotty's deep thoughts about <laughs> law enforcement and prison personnel. Let's take a break, man. We haven't had a break yet this show. Kick it on to some type of jam or two. And we'll be right back with more This Week in Cannabis, episode 325. And talk with you in a moment. All right. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah. 
All right, let's see. Did you have, uh, just so I'm not jiving on everything, man, with uh, any stories that you knew you wanted to cover down here? So, You know, I, the last couple I thought looked pretty good, man. Um, I, mean, I got a couple do... more. Don't get me wrong. I just didn't want to leave you out if you had any of in Scotty's, Scotty's world of news. <laughs> no worries, man. You know, I did uh, see this one that I thought was fairly interesting. I thought we covered it, but about the Oregon pot growers that had to burn so much of their crop. This is a deja vu news moment brought to you by Scotty Real. It could be, man. I don't know. I remember we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, but I wasn't sure if uh, if we yeah, talked. It was just... due to pesticide thresholds and things like that. PM, mainly the PM that came in, and they couldn't use shit to control it because of all the harsh regulations. Yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to talk about. Is that uh, you know, when we talk, think about growers and whatnot, and everybody, oh, you get rich, you know, it's a get rich quick scheme, dude. I know when you know growers in Florida that are just doing potatoes or you know whatever crop, you know, you know actual food crops. They lose a lot of them. You know, their insurance agent is their buddy. It's actually something they got to watch out for. There's always these crop insurance scams um, where you're basically growing a crop so it fails to collect the insurance money. And uh, I'm just looking. So cannabis doesn't, we, we can spend, we're so discriminated against that we can't even get crop insurance on this shit. I mean, crop insurance is an absolute necessity uh, if, in, in farming, you know, or in, in growing. Uh, because shit happens. I mean, I was just when I was searching uh, the news, I saw that uh, rice farmers. It was somewhere I can't remember Arkansas or something like that, but they just started raining out there, and the rice harvest is now really screwed up. Well, those guys don't go broke. They don't come and repossess, you know, because they had rains early. It would be a pretty shitty business model if it was like, oh, you guys are broke now. Sorry, everybody's out of business. You better, uh, you know, sell your house and all your combines and stuff. No, they have insurance to hedge their bets, you know. Okay, yeah. I didn't, yeah, I didn't get, uh, I didn't make my harvest this time, but I had insurance that pays 80% of the, uh, the crop or 70% of the crop. You can add incrementally and in 10 percentage how much you want. But the government actually subsidizes you and gives you like for $100 a year. The, there's a government subsidy for any crop insurance. It's 100 bucks, and I think it pays 40% of the listed value of your crop. So it means that you're going to get out with your skin. You know, you'll be able to at least plant for next year. And I'm just looking at this guy, and, you know, there was rains, and there's all this pesticide discrimination. It says in here that, uh, you know, he's having to, to, they're not able to use pesticides. There's more pesticides on the table grapes that you get at the store, than, a lot more than there could possibly be in any marijuana. But, uh, yeah. Does crop then, insurance cover when I set up the deal with my brother-in-law to come steal my whole crop? We split it on the back end, and then... Tell the crop insurance agent that, hey, somebody stole my whole cannabis crop, like that kind of activity. I'm from South Florida, so I asked, and uh, nope, they knew <laughs> they know about that shit, man. It does not cover theft. But hurricane comes and blows your, blows your you know, 50,000 plants over, 30,000 plants over. Um, you know, your insurance agent's coming over. You guys are going having a big steak dinner. And, uh, well, what outdoor crop paid. would have theft anyway? Well, I mean, there's probably a few. I can't think of any off, off the top of my head. I mean, obviously, cannabis has a decent value on it, but it's not like, dude, let's go into the man, corn late, field tonight lady and palms, jack a man. bunch of corn. Seven-gallon lady palms is going to sell for 125 bucks a piece. You know, if you could pull up a, a trailer... And, you know, and just, you know, steal a couple hundred, you know, load up a trailer with three or four hundred. Don't forget. I mean, it's not like I don't I don't know if there'd be high security. You know, you very well, you know, it's what you can get away with, too. But, you know, you steal a couple hundred things worth a hundred dollars each, man. It's a lot of money to really punch somebody in the gut if it's not insured. But off subject, man, dude, the 
thing is, man, we're just, you know, cannabis growers right now, you got to have a ton of balls to go and do this, man. You're going to put your life savings into this and then just to be discriminated against so fucking badly, overregulated and just, and just plain discrimination, man. So it's uh, really, I got a lot of respect to the people that are out there fighting this fight. It is not a comfortable fight to be out there on the front lines of, of, of the marijuana uh, a growing fight, I'll say. You know? Depends on how much bank you got. It's always true, man. It's always true. <laughs> <laughs> you know, how much pain it causes, I don't know. I guess when it comes to money. I like the fact that there's a lot of shit in this world that it don't matter how much money you got. Somebody tells you you got cancer, I don't care if you got $100 million in the bank or you know $1,000 in the bank, man. You got cancer, you know? Dude, there's like, a difference in treatment there, though, for sure. Depending sure. If you have all the money in the all world, right. you can buy all the I treatment got a, you want. I got a different one, man. Yeah. If you if you get knocked the fuck out, you know, if somebody punches you the fuck out, punched in the mouth or whatever, it don't matter if you got a hundred dollars or you got a million dollars in the bank, you just got punched in the fucking face, man. It hurts and you're pissed. You know what I mean? There's certain things in this law or there's certain universal laws in this world that work for everybody. You know, and that means when a guy's being an asshole that's got a hundred million dollars in the bank, you can punch him in the fucking face and get him back to reality, you know? That'll work, all right. Everybody can be punched in the face. Now you know what I mean. The virtual, to. the virtual bitch slap is what I'm talking about. I'm not trying to be violent or anything like that, but I'm just saying that people get really high on their hog when they get too much money, man, and they think that uh, they think that they have they're over, you know, over other human beings, and we're all just human beings. Some of us are better at collecting money than others. Yes. <laughs> All right, then. I was trying to think about some great equalizer, you know? Don't matter what the hell happens. Somebody knocks, punches you in the nose, man. We all feel that shit the same, I think. (laughs) Uh, Now every webpage I go to has a sidebar of... Dog, like dog and cat and animal clothing t-shirts right. man it is true you know mine just wants me to buy new bi- dude it's so funny man i just ran out of business cards last week ordered new ones from this company and now they want me to order new business cards why would it be so hard for them to be like hey once the guy buys something like completes checkout i know they have this shit for like tracking and everything but once he completes checkout checkout send him a different ad yeah. You know, like, I just don't make no sense. Like business anyway. card holders? <laughs> Something, man, but shit. I guess I got away. 2018, they'll have this shit all, all settled, man. All right, I, I jumped over to uh, number six here. Yeah, Deborah what's Yoga got, And Spin Studios, consi- or Spin Studio considers social marijuana permit. Oh, my God. I can't believe it, Scotty. This is horrible, man. Now everybody doing yoga and spin studio classes and have secondhand smoke and everything's go crazy. And now every yoga studio is gonna be full of weed in Denver. And they probably just be- don't. They probably just don't want to get in trouble because everybody's out there smoking anyway. And they're like, "Fuck, we better get a permit for this shit, man. We're gonna get busted, son." Jesus, the headlines that the media's done with this issue are just frustrating. I mean, they're still are still out there. Like I saw one doing looking for the news today, and it was like. Denver allows uh, cannabis use in bars and restaurants in Denver. What are your secondhand health uh, smoke risks? Like not even mentioning. It just makes it sound. And then people don't read too much further typically in the news. So like when I was traveling in Florida, I ran into a couple people. They're like, man, they just let you smoke everywhere now, huh? I'm like, oh, my God. 
Anyway. It's not that they let you. Society lets you. We were just hanging out a couple of days ago, and... Uh, oh, shit. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I was, I was at the... Uh, I don't know if I should say the name. I was at one of the major breweries that's a, a really big brewery, and they is located in Fort Collins. And somebody is there that I know that's a pretty, not really high up, but a worker in the brewery. And uh, I said, man, I want to hit my vape pen. Do I need to go, like, do I need to go off premises? They had, like, a little beer garden in the center where everybody plays games and everything. Totally, like, everybody can see it he goes no just go right out there man hit look you know hit the vape pen it's fine like it's acceptable nobody's saying oh my god i cannot believe those scumbags are out there smoking weed it's like yeah that guy's drinking beer and he hit took a couple hits off the vape pen and they're all laughing and having a good time that's what people are seeing so you can't keep that lie going any longer when there's just no you've been told for so long oh my god it's really bad and it's that's the first time thing that you do is you smoke weed and then it's downhill from there and then people have seen it for years and years and years of people smoking weed and going out and laughing and and oh yeah i don't know i go out to you know on the top of tony's rooftop and hit the pen a couple times and come back and laugh my ass off or tell a funny story the the what we've been told about cannabis our whole lives is so obviously a lie, man. Like, yeah, makes you get in bar fights and things, and, you know, <laughs> after you smoke a little cannabis, you, next thing, man, you're going to be doing spice. It's guaranteed. Anyway. Yeah, I actually had that talk with my kid recently about it. You know, my kid asked me if I was a stoner or not, and I had to think about it a little bit, you know, like what that what that word meant. But, you know, she, like, has some a friend who's father was uh, who overdosed and died you know what i mean and there's people there's a lot of people like that not a lot of people but dude it's not uncommon to you know to have a kid in elementary school or middle school that one of their friends had a problem with you know opiates and, and died you know I, I know a couple of them and uh yeah, so, I mean, you got to talk to your kids. And what I said to them was that some people use are looking for anything they can to escape, just to, to alter reality as much as possible. You know, they want to they just make reality you know, disappear as much as they're, they're trying to escape. And I said, then you find some people that just like to, and, and, you know, like a little something, you know, a, li- a, little, a little buzz, a little something to, to, to take the edge off the day or to just relax, you know. And I said, uh, cannabis is one of those things where, I, you know, what was, weren't we doing a, a talk about that recently? And we're saying most people that try cannabis don't even get addicted, don't even keep smoking cannabis, you know. But, uh, yeah, it's just, you know, there's two different points of view when you're talking about using drugs, some people use them to give themselves a little buzz, you know, just the same way you do when you go into the morning and you're tired and what do you do? You make yourself a cup of coffee, right? Or you're stressed out as hell and you come home and you have a beer, you know, you go sit down at the bar after a real stressful day at work and, and you drink a beer and unwind. It's, it's not uncommon. So I don't understand what the big stretch is about smoking a little bit of weed. Um, you know, it, we're getting there. Uh, that's that's why as I will continue on after that short sidetrack discussion about the Denver Yoga and Spin Studio. Right. Gonna, well, it's just about uh, the stigma of of cannabis, and you know, I mean, is is it really bad? I mean, is, does anybody really give a shit? That's my that's my final thoughts, brother. Deep thoughts, Scotty, real. So, <laughs> what 
they're doing here is what which which the news you know predicted. I'm going to say I don't think you're going to see a lot of bars and restaurants. They're like, sure, just come and smoke cannabis. The reason that this studio is doing it, um, yoga and spinning, spinning like bike spinning classes. If you guys don't know what that is, stationary bikes that they do some pretty intense uh, exercise. And they said that the person that owns the studio said this studio believes in enhancing senses can boost workouts. The unique concept was implemented by owner Jasmine Anderson. Her studio is unlike many others you'll find in the Denver metro area. It says we really want to cultivate an experience that people haven't had yet adding marijuana to the workout would create a unique ex- unique experience according to anderson while she is still skeptical and worried about drawbacks the owner says she is considering applying for the social use permits or customers can use marijuana during the workout now you know i i just actually did head to the gym and uh, i like to get the cardio out of the way sometimes before this week in cannabis i have a clearer mind i'm more relaxed yeah me too me too I got real stickety stoned up before huge. I went to the gym too. Because why? Because I'm feeling. Why not, man? All I'm doing is going. It's not like, you know, it makes it more entertaining for me, I suppose, since I'm just standing there on an elliptical. And uh, uh, yeah, it's a good time. And I I like to see more. I don't know in a yoga slash uh, spinning class how they would. I guess there's probably like a, a use area for people vaping or something before the workout. Or yeah. The, it's gonna turn into like a full on Saturday Night Live skit where people got like Jays hanging out of their mouth on the spinning bikes, passing the oh. bong to like the person next to you. I told you I used to do that, man. I got the recumbent bike and I would just drink a Corona. I used to live in Key Largo, and that was my like my fitness. Is I had the recumbent bike and I'd do it for like forty minutes. I had a Corona that would sit in the in the you know little water bottle holder, and we just smoke a whole joint, just chilling, man. It was good, <laughs> man. I, that kind of exercise I can get into. I think it was All net right. positive. Did you say net positive? Net positive, meaning like I think I was doing more good than harm for myself. Oh, okay. Right on. No. Good new- I got more good news. Got some yeah. good news. Some people are getting a little bent. Um, we covered the story where uh, Hickenlooper out here in Colorado um, is uh, the governor, I believe. I should know this. But anyway, yeah, they got the marijuana tax, man. The 2016 so far, uh, let's see, what did we bring in in 2016? I think it was like $130 million or something like that. So they're trying to figure out you know, different things they can allocate and use this marijuana tax money on. And one of them was uh, asking for $16 million for efforts to give to like different law enforcement agencies to clean up the gray market so as i say beware growers don't give you know have your can fan filters kicking don't have any odor i think some shit over the next six months two years is going to be a little more enforced around these parts but we'll see right um but he's also asking for 12 point uh something million for the homeless um governor hickenlooper uh, aggressive new tax or new efforts to battle homelessness with marijuana tax dollars so i'm down with that um are you down with that is that okay with you 12.3 million he wants you know as uh, long as why does it only have to be marijuana tax dollars i mean there's no other people that can help with homelessness here you know just why why is it it why are we again being discriminated against you know oh well here's some new you know let's just get it from the the pot guys you know they'll agree to anything they just want to be able to, to to get their medicine you know, is that what we're doing here? These guys need their medicine. They're, they're, you know, they're like captive at this point. Well, they'll agree to anything. You know, they're stuck in this. We're not. Yeah, he's also asking for another six million a year for housing low-income residents with behavioral health needs. So, so you so don't get like that from the chemical. The guys that are belch, bel- belching out those big fucking plumes of smoke every morning. 
Let them pay their share, man. How do you know they don't? I don't know that they don't. I don't know that they don't either, but I'm just saying it's uh, it just it seems like the cannabis is it's all about. uh, Yeah, let's let's make them pay for it here. They'll pay for it. No problem. We'll get it from the cannabis tax dollars. Um, it, my take is if it is helping with homelessness, I'm, I'm, I'm down. What do you I mean? My take is 35% tax on cannabis is bullshit and it's going to screw up the stores so that the, where they're not getting customers after a while. And it's going to uh, tempt the black market, which is, uh, where people end up going to jail. So it's a system that's deliberately being imperfect, you know? I don't believe it's 35%, but I don't have the, I don't have the, the data in front of me. It's high, man. It's somewhere around there, bro. <clears throat> but then again, I don't visit the dispensaries technically, so what? Grow yeah, your own, mofo's grow your own. All right, till they come and kick your fucking door in for it. Where's your permit, papers, please? <laughs> so that uh, I, I'm fine with uh, allocating money for good things. I mean, like you said, I, it's hard. Uh, obviously, you can't go across the board and say, oh, well, you're taking money from here. Did you get it from those guys, those guys, and all those guys, and everybody else, and yada, yada. Everybody's paying their share. I just don't want to be discriminated against. Be like, oh, we're, we're the new suckers, man. Hey, look, we can just... We can just, uh, it's a big deal. It's 30% now. We'll just add another 4% tax, and that's how we'll pay for it. So the stoners will just pay 34% now instead of 30%. It's no big deal. We'll get it from the weed money. So you don't like the tax rate. You're fine with the spending, but too much tax. I just think that we're like a target. You know, we're being target. You know, anybody in the cannabis, cannabis consumers are like, oh, don't worry. They'll just pay. Let's just gouge them and see how much they'll pay you know yeah. i guess what are they waiting for so how, how are they going to know when they hit too much i mean it's already is somewhere around 30 percent. i know which is a lot i'm gonna i'm gonna google it while, while we're bsing here you Colorado. check it out while we talk amongst ourselves <laughs> all right holy uh, shit i just typed in co and the colorado department of revenue popped up on my screen <laughs> you must have to get some business done oh they must be uh, targeting me man so let's see. Moving on, moving on. Um, Caniform, Californian. I think you got uh, maybe you got a couple more here. I got about a uh, ten minute warning, Scotty. If you want to cover one more of your news stories or so. Yeah, sounds good, man. That sounds good. You want to hit one? I'm, I'm googling marijuana taxes. Quick answers. Let's see what it says here. Quick answers. Uh, of course, it's like menus and all this shit so local government portion medical marijuana retail marijuana taxes uh just says okay man so it says when purchasing retail marijuana the purchase is subject to the 10 percent state marijuana two per 2.9 percent state sales tax wait hold on hold on i think i'm at 12 now right yeah so that's only 13 right there man so that's that's state and, and and then there's what and and then there's uh looks like a state marijuana tax and then a state sales tax. So why dude, there's no way. I'm not getting charged twelve percent. I got charged way more than that. Well there's probably uh, depending on where you're located, you're also gonna have a city or a county tax. Right. County tax typically being less. I think a city tax is more, so it would you would add a city tax on that and then you would have your thing, which I think might get up towards twenty percent. Marijuana hey, Your last city. name's real, man. I'm just trying to keep it. Oh, dude, I love to get the facts, brother. <laughs> Absolutely, man. That's why I'm Googling. But it's I remember paying a J. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. I wish I was there, man. I wish I was there. 
But no, you don't. It's a tobacco J, man. Tobacco oh, J. Hell no, man. Didn't that one make my eyes water last time? I think that's what it was, man. I smoked a tobacco J at the in the studio and it looked like I was crying all of a sudden, man. I don't know. I'm just still happy. I don't need catalytic converters, man. That's how you should go through life, thinking you got problems you don't have, and then it makes your day. Really? That's the way you should go through life, thinking about problems <laughs> you don't have? That sounds fucking great, dude. That sounds like a good time. I know people like that, all right? And trust me, that is not the way to go through life, man. Uh, the way my, to go through life is, is done, man. If you got something you want to cover, pick it up. Yeah, just haz- hazy days ahead. What we don't know okay. about Florida's okay. new medical marijuana law, and uh, just—I didn't get too deep into this, but super. There's just so much overregulation going on, man. It's crazy. They don't know. I mean, I know originally you had to have enough money to own the gr- the property that you were going to grow on the greenhouses or the or the the building. I think it was actually an indoor building you had to have which was like a you know with basically like a big warehouse you had to own and then you had to go and buy the uh dispensaries as well you had to be it was a whole like vertically integrated thing where you had to own everything and you had to be a multi-millionaire a shit ton of money yeah and also you had to be in business as a nursery for 30 years and have i think it was over four hundred thousand plants in consistent inventory you know like a, a big player they were trying to get I mean, that's, I think there was nine people that could have possibly qualified, and none of them wanted to do it. I think a few of them ended up doing it. But one of my buddies was, was on that list, and I ain't fucking doing that, you know? It's like I can grow palm trees for, you know, make tons more money than I could with that. So it's just kind of interesting. So there's just even like they don't even know the existing uh, Charlotte's Web nurseries. There's not even any... Uh, uh, it says they will only allow the existing Char- the existing Charlotte's Neb. Wow, I can't even talk anymore because it is time to put it in the back. Charlotte's Web Nurseries um, uh, to expand the program. So it's just it's just really strict, and they don't seem to have a lot of good. Uh, uh, it doesn't seem like good news for anybody that's looking to get into the medical marijuana industry in Florida. So just a little little heads up. I put this story on there. You're welcome to go check out the specifics of it. Yeah, I don't know how long it's going to take, man. How long is it going to take? Another decade for legal all 50, wreck, everything? Yeah, I think so. There may be less. Maybe less. Well, I mean, pe- year, people are getting addicted to the money. And, I mean, like, it was one story I didn't do from Forbes. It was just because it was a, basically an advertisement. But it was about how uh, people, uh, you know, there's a lot of companies that are looking to make money in cannabis, you know. Like I said, nobody cares morally about it. You're not looking at somebody outside smoking a joint and going, oh, their mother must be so ashamed. And nobody cares financially about it either. There's liabilities. People don't want to get sued. You know, companies that have $100 billion don't want to open up a liability for themselves in such a new market. Yeah. But, but companies that... There's so many companies that see real opportunity, and they need it, man. It's not like there's a tons and tons of growth. You know, there's, you know, what, you got electronics and shit, and consumer electronics, there's always all sorts of new stuff coming in there. But to have a brand new industry show up, man. Boy, we got Trump in there, man. The coal mines are firing back up. Shit. Jesus, man. I kind of, yeah, I not made super that deal happy with carrier about carrier carrier what are they carrier makes all the furnaces and shit and whatnot so carrier that guy was the inventor of the air conditioner 
So, yeah, man, Carrier's going to keep some jobs here, but then you just read into shit, and it makes you just always scratch your head. P- Carrier's parent company um, has t- right. does 10% of their business in defense contracts with the federal government. So it's like, hmm, hmm. hmm. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I don't know, man. Does it ever surprise you that people do business with their friends, the people they like? surprise me anymore. The only <laughs> thing I do like is it's – well, I'd say – and I don't want to get too into it that like because I don't even have the time, but – uh, the one thing that I didn't like is like Trump is always like we're gonna drain the didn't he say drain the swamp which meant like get a bunch of new non political like seasoned politicians in the White House but okay. the opposite opposite right like he surrounded himself with his team which is straight up old Republican old school yo you know anyway yeah I have not been my... able I just uh, honestly I thought after the election I'd be able to turn. Uh, the television back on or, you know, whatever. Actually, not even the TV. I don't really watch TV, but the Facebook back on. And, uh, dude, I just hate it. I just can't. I'm like, no, no, no. The best, I mean, the mo- I get about maybe 15 minutes of news a day from driving my kids to school and back. I listen to some NPR. Sometimes I catch some, some updates that But aren't. NPR is bought and paid for too, man. They're just on the other side of shit. I just don't hear them shit talking. They kind of right. let, me, let me take my, you know, my opinion with it but regardless f politics for right now is friday i got a joint in my hand yeah I'm gonna some chicken wings on the grill to. this evening is it and, snowing uh, there you dude it's snowing man i got i got white out nope no snow down here no snow yeah i got a good half an inch man i'm gonna get my snowboard out cool fool <laughs> well guys have a good weekend we'll be back monday with grow talk hopefully a new site for you to look at as well that we still have to figure out how to uh have more than half pay for so we'll probably be harping on you members and asking some people to step up so we don't you know do one of those full-on uh week-long or no like month-long uh fundraiser things right well you're not going to hear us talk about growing again until we raise this you know i'd, I'd hate that shit anyway, nah sorry man D- different plan man all this week i loaded up and i'm doing three three member shows a week or three member pieces a week uh, this week I gave them out for free because the site wasn't ready. But there was this, this week was supposed to be the first of those three member contents. If you'll check it out, there's a, a drop in science, which is a half hour intro to lighting. And trust me, that's just the intro, man. We're gonna get deep into it, and uh, uh, that turned out pretty good for the first one. So you can check the, all these we threw on YouTube this week. But next week they're all only gonna be on the member section. So uh, drop in science. Uh, what do we do? We did the DGC video breakdown with with uh, Jared Token. Sorry, man. I, I thought that was really interesting content, man. And, and I'm, I'm trying to deliver things that is worth supporting us with $10 a month. What else did I do? And, yeah. And then this morning, hooked up with Nodnarb and did that uh, uh, Wake and Bake and really learned a lot about rosin. So, I mean, shit, if, oh, yeah. I could, if I can learn something, y'all can too, man. So, that's three shows a week of my contribution. Dude's going to be putting up, uh, we're going to be getting together and doing some interviews and some some additional content that'll be on the, on the member section. But, uh, you know, the only way I know how to do something is if I'm going to... got some good premium content, but you're going to have to be 21 and over to watch <laughs> Rated X. But anyway. seriously, if I, I know if I'm asking somebody for, for a contribution for some money. If I'm asking for somebody for some money, I'm sure as shit going to over-deliver, man. So that's where I'm at at this point. And I hope you all will uh, support what we're doing and allow it to grow. If you guys support it, it'll grow so check it out um, don't even don't even hang out wait till monday the sunday monday whenever the new site's up we're gonna we're gonna be rolling it out this weekend then i hope that you guys will see what's going on over there uh 
appreciate how we've grown and, and jump on board and, and want to support us. So check it out. Right on. Have a good weekend, guys. I am out of here. Peace out. Take her easy, dude. <laughs>